Hold on to your butt. I'm, of course, surprised that a story had such an immediate and profound effect upon radio listeners. Hooey pleases the boobs a great deal more than sense. Woe is us! We're in a lot of trouble! In politics, man must learn to rise above principle. What the hell are we doing here? We are behaving the way a superpower ought to behave. Well, our behavior has produced some crappy results. What we're witnessing now is the failure of the state. It is a death struggle for our republic. Giving voice to liberty in our time. I'm Joey Clark. Welcome to the program. I guess you wonder where I've been. Oh, yeah. I searched to find the love within. I came back to let you know. Sing it, Bobby. Sing it. Got a thing for you, and I can't let go. I love it. My friends wonder what is wrong with me. Go ahead, Bob. This is one of those songs that I have no clue. Now, I would not attempt to sing this song. You know the words. Oh, I do. I would learn this song. Now, y'all think this is good uh, love making music? Hold on. What you want to Oh, yeah. I think so. You tried everything, but you don't give up. Uh, uh, yeah, that's about the right beat. You think it is? That's it's about the right beat. Love. Good right. Oh, that's about the right beat. Oh, yeah. You slow. <laughs> I just don't slow bring it and ponderous, baby. Hey, dude. Nah, I'm not, I'm not even. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Let's not go there. It's cool, no. man. A4, we good? We on a good <laughs> level cool. right now? Let's not. No, I was going to say that this type of music you would think is. I would agree with you. Your answer immediately was, this is good love making music. Oh, yeah. And uh, in my experience, if I'm in the bedroom with a lady and something like that comes on, I can't keep a straight face. It's too... It's like Barry White. No! It's too... Hey, Ecstasy. Or like Teddy Bendergrass. Like, rub some hot oils on me. Come here, woman. No, it's it's too over the top. It's too on the nose. You gotta take advantage of that face that you can't keep straight. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. No, I, I appreciate Brandon. you doing that, but thank you for sight gags on the radio. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Right, here, let's see. If, let's, 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 you think I can hear it? Oh, yeah. Lord, oh man. Oh, my. Wow. See, I can't do that, Seth. I can't. I have a big reason. tongue. <laughs> I seriously do. I can touch my nose with my tongue. Ah, okay, James hey, Simmons. Ah. Yeah. Uh, 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 big Polish tongue. Uh, We've been run over by the Germans and the Russians. Mm-hmm. The Polish Empire will rise again, though. It will. Yeah, Koneka sausages. Yeah, yeah. man. Koneka sausages. Where'd that come no, from? No, I heard a weird question earlier today. What's that got to do with Polish? Yeah, I, I know. Like, Polish sausages? No, Koneka sausages. Uh, uh, Polish sausages. Hey. He's trying to be punny. No, 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 no. 
That is a smoked southern sausage. <laughs> okay. That is very... Di- I know my sausage, sir. Okay. <laughs> I know my sausage. What's a kielbasa? A kielbasa is more... It's mild. That's a Yankee. Yeah. That's it's a, a Yankee. Yankee. Oh, I love kielbasa. I resent that. What do you think the, the Polish... I resent that, too. <laughs> ...would have immigrated directly to the South? No! That side of my family hails from the ghettos of Newark, New Jersey. I might have said this before, but one side of my family from the ghettos of Newark, New Jersey, they were in the Polish ghettos back when all the ethnicities had their own spot. My grandfather's told me this. You didn't go into the other areas. You didn't go into the Italian Oh, it was area. like the gangs in New York type thing. Yeah, yeah. And this is like early 1900s, and my grandfather's experience been the 40s and 50s. Well, and, and I think that is, that's something it, we kind of miss down here in the South, because down here in the South, racism is black people versus white people. Period. I mean, that's 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 the two races that d- disagree or segregate themselves from one then another. Then why did the KKK? But, uh, why were they so against the Jews? It, the thing is, well, I, I, I'm, a, I don't. Wanna, everybody hates the Jews. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get into that. Proper, man, they love pennies. But mm-hmm. but up north, from what I know about history and understanding, it was just as bad the Italians versus the Polacks. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, you know the Polish versus the the, Irish. the Spaniards or the Irish. Yeah. You know it was white people that hated each other just because of where they came from. Yeah. Different you regions, know. different dialects, different languages. And then around that's here, right. it just happened it, to be color. And and down that's right. It just comes straight down to color, and and that maybe that amplifies it more. That well, makes it more also, visual. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's just and, more visual. Uh, and also they're. Up north and down south, I think there's religious prejudice. It's not racism. Very much so. I mean, oh, yeah, Protestants Christian, you're wrong. Catholics. And hey, Protestants, Protestants and Catholics. Right. Well, well, you know what? I, I'll say this. It is a look thing because you had you had people who were from Ireland who were hated on because they looked a certain way. Oh, Scottish yeah. people who had you know the fiery red hair and stuff like that. They were hated on because of the way they looked. Mm. I don't know. It's like this. If you're not blonde and blue-eyed, you're just... If you're different, people are scared. Well, we're all screwed (laughs) if you got to be blonde and (laughs) blue-eyed. Uh-huh. Look at me. I freak people out on a regular basis. I don't see why. I don't either, but, well, I do. Look at me, really? You look like the the cool college professor. Now that I shaved, two days ago I was totally chong. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, Tommy Chong. (laughs) I I like the cigarette in the earlobe. Really? Yeah, not the lobe, the other other ear. Oh, wow. Yeah, you <laughs> left your... I didn't know if you were making a fashion statement or if you were just saving it for later. Well, I was talking to Brandon. Did you really forget about it being yeah. there? Oh, that's pretty awesome, actually. Hey, man, I am a cool dude. You ever roll them up, <laughs> you ever roll them up in your sleeve? Uh, like no. they did back in the old no. 50s oh, like movies? Like greasers? Oh, 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 I wanted to be one Take of Take your guys. wife beater and roll it up and sit it on top of your shoulder? The guy from the, uh, the, the Subaru place, Nick... Yeah. That's his doing. He, yeah, he, really? he's a dude that would do something like that. Oh man. my God! I just feel old like... school car guy, man. Now I heard a weird question on a, pod, a podcast earlier today. Okay, run a bus. Would you rather? And you mentioned in Kaneka and us getting into the differences between sausages. Maybe okay. think of this. Would you rather have sausage fingers? And don't overthink this. Literally, your fingers are sausages. Or would you? Rather sweat mayonnaise. Sweat mayonnaise. Oh my god, I hate mayonnaise and I'd eat my fingers. Sweat mayonnaise. What about you, 84? Polish sausage fingers? Yeah, I'm calling it. I'm, it's sausage. That's, Polish that's, sa- sausage I mean, fingers or sweating mayonnaise? 
That's a ridiculous question. It really is. No, it's a very serious question, good sir. All right. Kind sir. While you think. I mean, I'm I'm with Seth. I mean, if I had sausage fingers, I mean, I wouldn't have, I'd have stubs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'd I'd eat them. I'd be like, you know, about 11 o'clock, I'd be like, mmm. Mm. Exactly. It's pretty tasty. I mean, sucking I mean, on my fingers. Mm. What are you doing? Playing with my Kaneka. Sweating mm. mayonnaise? I guess sweating mayonnaise because in, like, the other night we ran out of mayonnaise. We happened right. trying to have BLT. Exactly. And I could just took the bread and just rubbed yeah, it up wherever. under my arm right. or whatever. So and I guess I'd sweat mayonnaise if I had to. Uh, no. no. Hey, hey, hey. I'm a what's Yankee, wrong with man. Ma- what's wrong with I was born in West Virginia. That's not mayonnaise. It's salad dressing, dude. It's really? a northern thing. Or down here, they don't play like that. They play straight up Hellman's. Ooh, we no, do. We uh, do sweet salad dressing. Blue plate. Yes, we do. Blue plate? Blue plate. Yes. That's your mayo That choice? is. My uh, plates are yes. blue. Yes. Dukes or blue plate. Oh, that's, I was about to say Dukes. That's, or that's Hellman's. southern oh, mayonnaise. Oh, okay. Right. So, what, so what? Okay. Or maybe a nice chipotle uh, aioli. Okay. Here's or my question. Well, now aioli. you're getting into some it's, real yeah, stuff. Well, that's high you get into that now. Aiolis. Okay. So here's my question. What about barbecue sauce? Barbecue sauce. Make your own. Thank no, you, own. Okay, like we, we don't we don't have a preferred. Oh, no, I pre- oh. no, I prefer the Carolina style mustard barbecue sauce. Yeah, and that's Dales. easy to make. Uh, uh, Dale, wh- what's that's all I do is Dale. Dang it, what's the while. guy's name? Uh, crap, Johnny something, Johnny Johnny something, Johnny something. Barbecue sauce is is good sauce. Okay, okay. okay. Dang it. Yeah. But you know what I hate when people from other places they say they're gonna barbecue. Yeah, you know they ain't barbecuing; they grilling. You ain't that, barbecuing until What's you bust out the What's the difference between grilling and barbecuing? Grilling is not barbecue sauce involved. Oh, so no. I would say barbecuing is you have a smoker, you're cooking up a sauce inside. See, barbecue I like to do, sauce is involved in. Dills. I like to do a sweet heat rack of ribs. Ooh. Like put the dry rub on initially when they're being smoked or done in the oven if necessary. It's not the same though. You got to smoke them and like maybe a little cumin. A little deep heat that hits the back of the throat. But then when you take them off and you put on the wet, and before you cook them a little more, some, like, brown sugar and honey. So you get that sweet up front and then the deep heat in the back. I I like sweet heat. Yeah, barbecue is like your, your pork stuff. Uh, that's that's when you're you're smoking or doing something like, like a Boston bud or ribs or something oh, like yeah. that. Grilling is hamburgers, hot dogs, steaks. That's grilling. Yeah, but you go to the rest of the country and they all, it's always all barbecue. Well, barbecue. they're they're barbecue always different. wrong. Thank well, you. you're yeah. from that part of the country, bro. Of course, of course. So Do they call it barbecuing? Yeah. Oh, actually, eighty four corrected me on one of like the Virginia, first man. shows I was on. I lived in Pennsylvania. He was like, "No, what do you have on your back porch? Do you have a barbecue or do you have a grill?" I was like, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. But when they have competitions, do they call it a grilling competition or a barbecue competition? It, dep- it depends, depends on the competition. On where they're it depends at. on what it is. Where? Come on now. On they don't, every they don't, look, food gr- channel show. They don't have grilling competitions. They're all barbecues. They're all smoking chickens or smoking a Boston butt or mm-hmm. smoking ribs or, you know, something like that. So that that's that is more technical cooking, it takes more time it does. And, and knowledge. Grilling, anybody can chunk a daggone burger on top of a fire True. and blister it on both sides and <laughs> put it on a bun. Right. That's grilling. Right. Grilling is for rookies. Now, you now, guys are making me hungry. Okay? Oh, oh, I'm I'm very very hungry. Hungry. That's I what I'm talking say, about. This. I want to say happy Friday the 13th. 
And happy birthday to Rose. Oh, happy Aww. birthday, Rose. She is two today. Oh, I saw that this morning. I meant to say something up. when I saw you. Thank that. you. Your happy daughter is little two. Bit. Yeah. Officially two. She's officially two. Terrible two. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I told her mama, I said, it's okay to beat her now. <laughs> wow. Hey, that's that is really? a great age, Joe. I mean, when you hit that because before then about she year and a half know. to two and a half, I mean it's wonderful. Yeah, oh man, she's awesome. I, mean, I thought you didn't like your kids until they could really have a conversation with you. No, no, He's when they can man. when they can wipe their rear end, that's oh. when, when I started liking them. I, did, okay. I didn't like changing diapers. Okay. But uh I, but I, no, I, that 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 is a fun age. They're small enough you can throw them <gasps> and I mean you can throw them as high as you can in the air like and then 15 she's foot like, in the yeah. air. And yeah, and they're just like woohoo. We are going to so, have so much fun them. at Chuck E. Cheese tomorrow. So, oh, so, yeah. so, wait a minute. So, do you guys, like, now, do you guys take, like, advice from parenting books and stuff like that, or do you just play it by ear and just go along with it? No, the hell with parenting books. People. Yeah. People. A lot of other parents, you just, and if they know something about the issue, they'll give you their advice. And- I mean, that, that's essentially the, <laughs> wait a minute, I'm, so, I'm, I'm that's, sorry, that, that's essentially no. the same thing, isn't it? Because no. parent books pull it from no, regular no, people. No, no Here's, you read a parent book. Lame, okay? Look, I'm going to tell you, Brandon, I'm glad you brought that up because that's what you run into because we, we kind of fell into a place where we had had like two or three when our friends first started having their children. And the, and they would like come to me or Lauren and like, well, we, we've been reading this book and they say you should do this and this and this and we would just laugh our ass off <laughs> like yeah you go on and try it if you want to this is what you got to do and and the thing about raising children every child is different mm. yes and there's yes. no there is absolutely no book that can tell you how to raise your child because they've not met your child they've not lived with your child they do not know your child's personality. And it's your child, so it's basically you. It's a part of you. Basically half of you. So you, I deal with her like I would want it to have been dealt when I was little. Yeah. But she's going to be vastly different because as she gets older, she's going to exhibit more of her Oh, yeah, she's going to be nothing like me. Nothing but I, at all I feel like, like if I have a kid, though, I would want to protect them, provide for them. Oh, yeah. Maybe encourage them in particular ways if I see something they might be interested in. But I worry... and. Some parents, it's like you're indoctrinating your kid. You're kind of living vicariously. Well, 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 well you, uh-huh. you got I don't independence, like that. man. I want well, her to be independent. Well, well, but but you have you have to consider this though. There's a line, a fine line between protecting and coddling. You mm-hmm. don't want to coddle your kid. Right? Were you coddled? God no. Are you sure? Yes, hundred percent sure. Well, what if, mm. if it's not coddled? What if it's like your father's a drill sergeant, like a taskmaster? Like, always as you work, maybe too much. It, like, you look back and go, I didn't have a childhood. But later in life, well, well it, it's actually serving you well. It's awesome. You get you stuff could, done. Yeah, you yeah. You, you, like you, a maniac. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get stuff done, but you're socially awkward. You don't know how to talk to people because mm-hmm. you've never been around people your own age. So, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of underlying anger issues. You learn that over time. But, the, but see, that's the easy for you. That's be, that's because of your personality. If someone didn't have your type of personality to just be able to walk up to people and just start a cold conversation with them, everybody can't do that. That is a unique skill. I cannot do that. Well, I'll tell you this. Children raise you as much as you raise children. Mm. I agree you, with that. You mature as much as a parent as the child does growing up. 
because it teaches you to do things like that, not be the drill sergeant. Because, right. I mean, that I think that's probably normal in most cases for the man to be, you're going to do this, this, and this, and here's the list. And it's normal for the mother to say, oh, don't say this to well, him or her and, and, and coddle them. Yeah. And you have to find that there's a fine line there where you come together and it's it's yeah, not well, well, easy well, well, but it is you, it's damn fun no no but you yeah. really yeah. But, but tomorrow you know, but, her things at Chuck E. Cheese tomorrow I can't wait yeah, but you know what you yeah, know what so usually happens God usually you know corrects all that for the father that's a drill sergeant guess what all of that is nice until it comes out and the doctor's like oh it's a girl <laughs> his whole world is done it's mm-hmm. over with. Well, that he, whole strict thing. He probably becomes really protective. Though. Yeah, he becomes protective, but she I, pretty much does what she wants, and he thinks everything she does is golden. I, I, nope. I would, I would disagree with you on that. I mean, you would, you would think that you don't have any children, right? No, but yeah, I, and, I've and see, I've seen things. I, I was, I had, I had two brothers, and uh, my three first cousins were boys that we we grew up together. I was only around, never, never been the only woman I was ever around was my mother. Ever, Same and here. my first child was a girl. My second child was a girl. My third child was a girl. Oh Lord! And and when Sydney was born, it's written down in her little book. First words out of my mouth: What in the hell are we going to do with a girl? <laughs> I mean, that, that literally was the first words that came out of my mouth. But you don't you don't treat them any differently than you would a boy. Now you might protect them a little bit more. Or oh. I, no, see, see, you're saying that, but you don't have a child. As far as raising them, you treat them the same way. You can't argue with him on this. Well, wait, wait a minute. But yes, I can because you want it's me like to tell you why. To Be- because because he can't I'm, argue. But oh, because well, can. I'm the I'm the oldest child from Good the try. oldest child. <laughs> Plus, in my set, there were three. There were three boys. In your set, one girl, one girl. So I have three brothers, one sister. The one sister? Oh, she got away with murder. Oh, really? She got away with murder. Was she the baby? No. She was the next oldest after me. But because she was the only girl, she was given a lot of liberties that the rest of us were. Well, I bet given. baby boy was too. Oh, yeah. He is. He's yeah, the right youngest now. usually Ta-da. gets away with a lot. 19 more. years Ta-da. old right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he is. Man, well, you- and I think that's the parents. They tried really hard with the first few, and they realized. Oh, you, don't you, so hard. you don't have to have your hands on all the time. I, that that's actually a pretty good point because yeah. it is, and and you do you do kind of fall down probably a little bit on the discipline on your children because I mean once you get to four or five you're like out oh, of hell with it. <laughs> that's not that bad. You, know, you say forget it and then get love. Yeah, let's go to the phones. Talk to uh, Debbie. How's it going? Hi. Hey, Hi Debbie. Debbie. I hope everybody over there is having a blast. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's How a you blast doing, blast. Y'all sound so good over there. Um, I was just going to put my two cents in. You know, when my father was growing up, now this is a long time ago. He's nearly 80. He said he started working in the fields at seven. So, you know, when you're talking about, well, they don't have social skills. They don't know how to play. My father didn't really understand um, what kids do today. He didn't have that. That is true. But now social skills, they had plenty because they were around people 24-7. They were working with the family, and they were all ages. Yeah. And so you were from sun up after you ate your breakfast, out there working with them until just about sundown. And then you came in, and you sat down with everybody, and you ate with everybody. Then you sat outside, 
with everybody and just sit there and just talk. You didn't have the TV. You didn't have all these things that we have today to go off in separate rooms and do our separate little things. No, it was a family from first in the morning until, I mean, 24-7, really. Wow. You know? Yeah, you know. kind of what we do now. Yeah, yeah, but but you have to consider also back then people had it was it wasn't uncom- it wasn't uncommon for people to have ten kids because you literally needed mm-hmm. hands to help work and your uncles and your your, your first cousins and everybody's all about the same age <laughs> exactly exactly because back That's then true. like you said you didn't have TV you didn't have radio no. so you found other yeah. ways to keep yourself entertained. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yes, sir. But now, you know, when I was a kid, now I'm getting closer to the 60 age. Okay. When I was a kid, we weren't inside. You know, you're supposed to be outside like kids are supposed to, and you're supposed to play all day. You know, you come in at certain times to do your chores. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if it was school, you did your chores before you ever walked out the door. Of course, you had to change clothes, do your homework and all that. But, I mean, it it was one of those things. We had a routine that we did have chores we had to do. Um, we had to, you know, wash the dishes, sweep the floors, mop, all that. Just like in, we had a stay-at-home mom, but that wasn't the point. The point was when you hit a certain age, you had responsibilities as a family. You were part of that family. You had to work as a unit, and you learned real quick what your jobs were. Yeah, and but- there was no division of, of sex either. My brother had to do the same chores that I did, vice versa, inside okay. and out. And, and mm-hmm. that and that's cool. But the thing that ended that, I'm going to take a book from Joey right here. The Book yes. of Faces pretty much ended all that. You know, kids come in now; they're checking their social media. It's either that, their IG, yes. or their Twitter. Yes. And yes. what also ended that? It's called a dishwasher. So I just load it in there, push a button, and just walk away. I don't have a dishwasher. Never have. I am the dishwasher. (laughs) Me too. Well, I grew up with that too, but I mean, like I said, a lot of things have changed between the ages. Well, and it is. I I think Brandon makes a a good point. Things have gotten easy on us. Sure. Now, it's you have to kind of manufacture ways to give your children responsibility. True. And I do think that's very important, important that they have a responsibility and then they they feel they get that fulfillment of performing Completion. a task. Yes, and completing and also it work and with them. Doing yeah. what they're supposed to do, you know, what they've been allocated to do, even if it's simply putting the dishes in the dishwasher and taking them out instead of hand mm-hmm. washing. And a little right. pat on the right. head means the world. Yeah, do something. And Debbie, thank you so much for that. Yeah, call. thank you. Thank you. And Thanks so much. You know, it's interesting that the more comfortable we, we become, like the easier things get, I think the tougher it is to learn responsibility and learn how to actually be self directed. And in one way, the past. it's the more miserable that we in general get it's not as physically miserable but psychologically i think there are a lot of people who have the tv who have plenty of food boredom and moving around and getting up and doing stuff makes you feel good so when you don't do that you kind of feel crappy and 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 see one of the things like i experienced that today on friday the 13th really uh i had a situation come up at my job where Mm -hmm. i didn't get paid Oh, no. Because um, my job, apparently, with my account number had been forgetting a zero. Oh, no. And the bank had been fixing it 
without telling either one of us. They had just been fixing it and putting it in my account. And they didn't fix it this time? No, June 8th, they say they sent me out a letter saying that they would no longer fix it. So when the 13th came up and it was time to get paid, guess who's the only one without a paycheck? Why wouldn't they just permanently fix it? Because it makes too much sense. Laziness. That does make too much it, it sense. It makes too much Wait, sense. Wait, and was there like a man. fee charged? Or, oh, oh, oh no, no. See, see what, what happened was the check came to my bank, and my bank seen that the zero was missing, and they didn't fix it. So they just sent the check back to my job. Oh, Laziness, man. Oh, of course. Nobody of course, takes pride in their work. Yeah. And well, let's go back to the phones and talk to Gary. I'm sorry that happened to you, Brandon. What's up, Gary? Hey, bud. Great show today. Good cast. Uh, oh, thank you. You got a true hero over there. That man is something else, isn't he? <laughs> really? oh, Gary. Yeah. Yeah, this is Gary G. I know it who is this Gary is. G. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, 84, you just, you never cease to amaze me. Well, now, I, do, I do my best. I do my best. I bet, I bet you do. I'm, I'm just going to commend you on something. I, I, I was very fortunate to have children, three girls and a boy. Fortunate enough to have eight grandchildren, four girls, four boys. And amen. somewhere down the line, amen. And somewhere down the line, they're going to ask you, well, who do you love the most? Ooh, none of y'all. That, that question <laughs> always comes up. My answer to them was, I never loved either one more. I just loved one first. There you oh, go. Eldest, Ooh, that's, that's, that's slick. That's, that's, that's pretty good, here. Mm. I'm telling you, the eldest was loved the longest. Of course. So of course. they always say, well, will you ever, I say, when you get to be your age, I'll love you just as much. Oh. So, <laughs> oh. Anyway, you know, you're I like Thank you. That's Thank a good you. way to answer that, Gary. See, I think I'd be an idiot and be like, ah, I like you better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my answer would be Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you said, you said a key word. There's a difference of liking and Oh, right. Loving. Right. Oh, I see your point. <laughs> You're talking about a selfless love. Uh, you, are a right. you are slick. You got yeah. me. I'd just be like, all y'all suck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there are times when you dislike them very much, but you still love them. You still love them. Exactly. I love your show. I love your show. Y'all doing outstanding. Thank hero, you. Hero, you just keep, you keep being a hero, hero. All right. We'll see you, Gary. <laughs> no, this man... He found his car, his truck, That's after hardcore, it was stolen dude. from him. That's hardcore. Without the police dude. really helping him? He helped they, chase off another person? They can't help you. A robber? Man, you I, just... Or you, was it a burglar? I'm a... No, it wasn't... It was not technically... Armed? So burglary because... Or attempted burglary? Grand Theft Auto? No, there's, it's, there's some rule. Uh, the deputies was going over it. The way that the, the fence is around the weed eater cage yeah. thing going in, they didn't break into a structure. And since there was a gap, this is the way... Since there was a gap between the This is the structure how stupid the, laws are. No, but the lock structure and the fence, yeah. But there's a gap between the fence and the... The roof that covers this structure, which is about a foot, right? It was technically criminal trespassing, uh, is what they were doing. Okay. Had there been the a, had yeah, there been ridiculous. a piece of metal coming down to the top of the fence, it would have been burglary. Okay, but since it was open on top, it was just trespassing. And so you criminal chased off some criminal trespassers. Yeah. I mean, he could see their taillights, but they sped away too quickly, right? Yeah, yeah the old green truck, she wouldn't keep up. Also, when the crazy uh, storms came through uh, a week or two ago, 
didn't you like save a sign from blowing down or something like yeah that? yeah there was like, a, in the middle of the storm you pull over yeah and it blew out into highway 31 hey look the, you the, are like the, uh, the good mayor a mayor's job is never done mayor. it's never done heck yeah up. you're always a, on call and we gotta hit a break here but i also see you have your little legal pad there Ooh, yeah he got i got a notes pad. you got a question or two uh i think i might have a question that kind of goes with what we've been talking about. Okay, I want to hear that. To an extent. I want to hear that when we get back. Yeah. You're listening to the Joey Clark It'd be good for everybody, too. I mean, it's... The panel's here. an open question. The mayor of Pentlala, Mr. Spotlow. Woo! The man who dreams big and aims high, especially when it comes to love and Brandon God's gift to Ross. He may not like marriage, but he'll love you. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) We'll be right back. Clark. Oh, one of my favorite songs ever. Oh, that's nice. Sly and the Family Stone. Oh, okay. Off the fresh album, If You Want Me to Stay. If you want me to stay, I'll be around today to be available for you to see. Trying to find a place to stop it. But I, I can't. Okay. That happens to me. The funk just sneaks up on me and grabs me. <laughs> and you, your face starts making funny things. You start squinting one eye. That's a seizure, dude. <laughs> okay. So we left off with the mayor over here. Do I get my lesson? Go ahead. Sly and the Family Stones, right? Sly and the Family Stones. The name of the song? If You Want Me to Stay. All right, cool. You teach me stuff on this kind of... Tips. Yeah, this is, that's good stuff, man. I, I, I was digging it, man. That's really, really good stuff. That's right. one of my favorites ever. So, Sorry, Mayor of Pentlala, Mr. 84. See, You got a question? You said you did. Yeah, I was... And I, I really don't know how to really phrase this. Well, just spit it out. It's... The, uh... Have you ever, have you ever, just, did you turn my mic off or my earphones go, oh, my, my your earphones went out. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you. Uh, my jack's messed up. The, uh, oh, yeah. Have you ever found yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I've, I've found myself every time. Uh, gal- yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, gallery. Yeah, you, have you? You made it easy. Have you ever found yourself holding yourself back <laughs> out of <laughs> respect? Have you ever found yourself holding yourself back out of respect? Of someone else. Of someone else. 
limiting what you could accomplish in fear that you would hurt someone else's feelings if you like over did what they were doing does that make any sense that's i'm yes. having a hard time rephrasing phrasing this well the, the what he's what he's what he's getting pull, to pull is him back you could be great but instead of being great yep. and making sense because all right i'll put it this way you i'll give you an example else? seth trained me and seth's doing something and i could do it better but instead of doing better than seth I'm not going to do it quite as good because I don't want to hurt Seth's feelings and be better than my mentor or the person that trained me or just you and I work together. Yeah. And, I, you know, he's been here longer than me. Do you ever find yourself pulling yourself back and limiting yourself yes. to what you could accomplish? You can't always steal the spotlight. You can't always go ham. Why? Well, no, because sometimes you got to give the stage up to other people. Well, well, there's nothing wrong with that, but I think even if you're better than them, I got opinion. On even this. if you're better than them, yeah, even yeah. even if you have a better product than they have, sure. whatever it is, whether it's entertainment or service or yeah, uh, what have you. I don't think you should do it perpetually, and you should find another venue in order to excel. But uh, yeah, I think out of respect for somebody, say somebody comes to you and they're telling you about some idea and you already know the idea this is an example for me like people come up to me and start talking to me because they know i'm on political talk radio oh joey did you hear this and i'm like in my head yeah i've heard that like a thousand times before but i humor them out of respect mm -hmm. and i'll listen to their point of view and their argument and i don't belittle them even if i think well, no, no, I'm, no that's I'm different not, uh, yeah yeah that's that, i'm not talking about that i mean i'm not okay. talking about being cordial to someone and mm -hmm. entertaining someone's foolishness so you train me on how to do this all right all right and i i catch it on and i start doing it well then all of a sudden for some reason i get to the point of where i could be better than you is what he's talking about sure. what do you do do i stop so no. I don't get better than don't you. Stop. But what I do never is stop communication. It's hey, coach, you're the man. You know mm -hmm. what do you think? And normally, what coach says is run with it. You got yeah, this. You should. And then all you, all I do is you can't forget where you got it from, or it'll go away. Well, well, I and I also believe that the old adage that the student becomes the teacher. You know, because it gets to a point where. If you do become better than the person who taught you the stuff, it's up to you to pass some of the knowledge back to them. And like, the students should excel beyond teachers. I think that's, always, always, that's, that's, that's always. the greatest teachers. But I'm, I'm looking for a specific example here. What do you mean? Because I one thing that came to mind is, like, say you want to stop drinking or you want to change your life in any big way, whether you're addicted to something or oh, I want to no, start doing I'm, something. Well, what happens is people that say that you're friends with them, and say so you want to stop drinking, you might have had this happen, Seth. Like, you stopped drinking. Mm -hmm. There might have been people like, oh, he doesn't drink anymore. I don't want to hang out with him. And it's you realize, yeah. It's, oh, you, it was the other way it's around. like, y'all drink. I don't want to hang out with y'all. I don't know. Yeah, I, no, it, it's no fun if you don't drink. Because well, no, they get all up in your face it, and their breasts well, smell rough. And I think when like, you try to better like, yourself and excel, sometimes you can lose friends if you don't sugarcoat it. And, yeah, and, and I'm, that's different than what you're talking about. I'm, I'm not, yeah, because I'm, I'm not necessarily, I'm not talking about like vices or, or lifestyles. I'm talking, uh, Job. you know. Job-wise, career, uh -huh. career and stuff. Have you career-wise? Have you ever? Do you have an employee that's held you? your? 
No, I don't. Nobody. I wish I did. Oh yeah. And I and I tell I, I do I tell the the guys that that I hire I, I tell them I want you to be better than me. I hadn't found one yet, and I'm I'm just being honest. I'm yeah. not being you yeah. know yeah ugly or you know I don't know what you call it. Well, I think at work it comes down to your role, but. Like, I don't, on, on Dan's show and Greg's show, well, I don't behave the same way I do on my show. Exactly. But that's because it's their it, show. Well, and, and that's, that's, and, and that, that's why I say it's hard for me to phrase this oh. question. Oh, look who's oh, in the building. It's hard. Oh. DJ Fresh. Yeah. Hey, what's going doing? on, Fresh? I love it. I to say hello to y'all. Hey, man. How you doing? He never leaves. He never leaves. No, he's always working. I love it that he finally smiles at me. For the first, like, month or two, you looked at me like I was going to rob you. He's like, what does bum want? I ain't got no, no cheeseburger. No, I just had to. I just had to keep my eyes on you. That's all. <laughs> hey, I'd keep my eyes on him too, French. <laughs> Good see you. Yeah, uh, you too, he's man. Always, you're the last face I see pretty much every night. Pretty much, yes sir, yeah. yes sir. And we see each other all the time, man. So we uh, we always try to compliment each other. Yeah. You know, it's easy to compliment. One, see which one's the ugliest one. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you beat there. I got you beat there. He always looks fresh. I love yeah. it. Good seeing right, you. Talk. Yeah, well, right, I need man. you on the show sometimes. Full guys. Anytime, anytime. Okay. Cool. Hey, later, man. Right. See you later. So, but I, now I'm, I mean, I'm, there's a there. But I'm just talking more is, about. I mean, growing up. I mean, in sports or anything else. I mean, it was ever a time that that you said, "Oh, I could be better than this kid," but you know, he's my friend, no, and if, no. if 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 I do better than him, he should be proud of me because he's my. I friend. would be the starter, and he would go to second string i mean did you as ever much as i can back? as much as i can be in most of life deferential and, and cordial uh if it is a competitive environment i want and i know i'm better i'm going to be better okay well your real friends will be like hey man do it you yeah. know you if you're better than i am run with it yeah homes. and well and if somebody and if i lose to somebody if somebody beats me at my own craft fairing Fair enough. Yeah. Now, when it it's like, um, it, no, but think about like comedy. I mean, there are people that are probably better stand ups than other stand ups, but there's a lot of room for improvement. Improvement, but also there's a lot of time on any given stage. Like, it's not like you have to steal the spotlight from the other person. So you should never hold back. I think. I, I don't. I'm, I'm wondering where you the the question came from is at this point. Because what situation have you ever done this in your life? Well, I, I don't know. I mean, w- I'm trying I guess to say I'm getting better than Joey. Kind of. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I still have to be honest. No. <laughs> Negative. No. I, I was just wondering if this this mentality of the participation trophies oh, and God. and everybody you know is treated the same. If it's it's like it's uh, there there was a story and I can't remember where I heard it from. Or no, oh no! It was a it was a graduation that we went to this past year. Mm-hmm. There were eight valedictorians in the class. Did they all have the same GPA? Wow! No way. There's no way. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Eight valedictorians. Oh, every, what if they all had four O's? Every one of them. It, it does not matter. You can't all have the exact same grade. What, somebody, what they somebody got to be no, at some no, point. No, no, no. Hell no. You ain't got eight people that's got the exact same grade. What if they all got hundreds? All Every last one of them? Come on, no, now, Joe. No, you can't. Everybody can't get a hundred. Everybody got an A. An yeah. A is from 90 yeah. 
Well, what if everybody? What when, if it was an educational when, anomaly? When this I went to school, an A was from ninety two to a hundred. Right, it was uh, ninety to hundred with oh, ninety three to hundred. Yeah. Ninety two right was a B. Is where B plus shootings come from, because <laughs> oh wow, eight people valedictorians you can't just have one so those other now, seven people, somebody those, was smarter than everybody else in that class and those, that's the valedictorian and okay, the other seven okay. people are getting lied to did, so when did, reality tells them wait, they're did, not gonna be able to take it all eight give a speech every single damn oh, one of that's, them that oh, makes that's, me want to shoot somebody glad i wasn't oh, you, uh-huh. it's a good oh. thing i didn't have a gun in my pocket i would <laughs> not be here tonight <laughs> But and this is a, this is a class of like thirty. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But ten percent of the damn class were valedictorians. Now. You know what happened? I bet somebody complained. Parents. Yeah. One of those parents. Yeah. My baby is just as smart as the rest of them. It's like, no, they're not. Your baby's an idiot. It's cool. <laughs> no, but there is a, funny. There is, I think, an important concept, and it, it's a little academic, but it's a comparative advantage in, in economics. Like, say there is one person that's better at everything than everybody else. It is still to his advantage to specialize in one of those things, or maybe two of those things, and then let somebody who maybe isn't as good as him at option number three still do option number three because it's it's to his advantage to work together with others oh sure yeah 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 i mean you can't you can't do every single thing oh no but if you're asking me should people hide their excellence out of Respect or yeah. some weird egalitarianism? No. Mm-mm. Well, well, but people do it every day in, well, in, the, in their careers. You know, a lot of people have held themselves back. Like I get told all the time, "Oh, that's all you do? You you're not like a car salesman or anything?" Like, yeah. No. Well, and it is good. Like if you have the initiative and the brilliance, like go ahead and take credit. But even if you say, or like I saw a tweet from Elon Musk, somebody was saying, oh, you're a billionaire now. What are you doing, hoarding money? He said, actually, no, I didn't hoard money. I created 50,000 jobs directly, 250,000 jobs indirectly. And what did you do? He's got a point, but there's also this idea that Elon Musk works with a whole team of people. He got it. He has investors. He has other brilliant scientists working well, with him. N- nobody's successful thinking they do it all, all by themselves. By themselves. Oh, oh, of course oh, no. not. I think he not. just got mad at the idea that, especially when you get these numbers, that Musk is a billionaire. That it's not like he's sitting there like Scrooge McDuck swimming well, gold. Well, well, you have to realize we call them in my community haters. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. you need them. You need them. Right. Huh? Yeah. But now, and maybe it's just because uh, uh, you said Mike, we saw the movie question. The Incredibles, yeah. And and I think about how that in the first Incredibles movie that they couldn't use their superpowers, and the little what's the whatever the little boy's name I is that runs Dash, Dash, Dash. Mm. yeah, you know Dash couldn't run, and Dad was like, oh, I want him to run, and Elastigirl was like, Nope. Nope, you cannot do that. And so he had to kind of just kind of jog. And, and, and he yeah, couldn't be and, all that he could be. Because at the end of the movie, he had a race. And they were up there like, well, go, go, go. Wait, wait said, a minute, but slow down a little bit. Slow down. You know, make it close. And they were trying to yeah. tell him to come in second. Yeah, and, and, I don't, and I'm afraid that that is creeping into society, though, through this. Uh, but uh, even out of so, the utmost respect, like my grandfather playing basketball with me, he expected us at a certain point to be able to beat him one-on-one. He beat us one on one all the time, and at a certain point, I was able to beat him. Right. You, and there was no and like we would race in the yard. No hard feelings once you beat him. Yeah, but you like, earned it. You yeah. weren't given it. 
You exactly. Earn it. Yeah. And you when, know, you, when you succeed your successor, then that should light a fire under boss man's butt to catch up with you. So it's a never-ending race to, hey, you're better than me. All right, well, watch this, you know? And then it's like, ah, oh, I got you. And then it's like, ah, oh, I got you. And then the next thing you know, you guys have gone to a point where nobody's been before. Right. Well, but that won't happen if you're being and humble. That, that and be like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But well, guys, once you are the best at something, you're you're naturally going to plateau right there. Right. And until someone comes up and is better than you, or, you. or approaches you, you're not going to... There's nothing uh, to drive well, you uh, any uh, further. Uh, but a rival. Everybody needs a rival. But it should be self-directed. I think actually comparing yourself all the time... And I'm not talking about something that can be measured like a like a race. Like who ran the fastest, who jumped the furthest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's more... If you are trying to be better and better and better, it should be, am I better than I was yesterday or a year exactly. ago? I think if you start comparing yourself like, I'm better than this person, I'm better than that person, you might be, technically, you might have a higher IQ or whatever, you might have made more money, but I think it's dangerous because either you're going to keep comparing yourself to others and your accomplishment isn't going to be your own, it's going to be more like, oh, I showed them, or you're going to get into this mentality where you're lazy and you think I'm better and better and better until you get beat. And you start resting on your laurels. I, I think both. It's just Don't dangerous to think in those terms. I'm better than these other people, or he's better than me. They look better. No, just make yourself better. And are you improving with you as the baseline? I think is the best approach. Every That's day, try to suck less than the day before. <laughs> All yeah, right. Instead exactly. of being like a big head about it, I'm the best. No, you're the worst, but just be the top of the worst. And keep shooting for the moon. Yeah. Keep going for those alternative models. Always, uh, man. Oh, uh, 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 yeah, because even I have if you high miss- hopes. You know why? Because I'm 6'1. And, and then, even if you. What's, what's the old <laughs> term? You know, shoot for the moon, even if you miss, you land, land amongst the, the stars. stars. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Something like that. You trying to say I'm a star? Hey, we're all stars. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's been great, man. That's the show. Oh, yeah. I'll be back Monday. Already over? Already oh, yeah. over. Man, you got to get another hour to I think so. Three hours of joy love. It'll come when it needs to. Exactly. That's at least what I tell myself sometimes. Hey.